Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. The Daily Talk Show, episode 258. International guest. Well, an Aussie who's interna- <laughs> overseas. It's, it's Trev. Trev along. At sea, yes. What's going on? I just happen to be overseas. It's when my kids like, or my wife likes me most, I think. My kids <laughs> prefer me home, but I don't think my wife gives a rats. I feel like every time we, we're speaking to you, you're abroad doing exciting shit. I feel like you're using me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, you do. Uh, you are peak interest point when you are in <laughs> Vegas. Let's be honest. You came to Sydney, rushed yeah. me, <laughs> go to Vegas, you call me. Whatever. Mate. Hey, I, um, interesting fact. You guys have never met. Never, so I've never met Trev. That's very true. Uh, Tommy and I were talking about before. I was like, Trevor and I are the ultimate internet friends. Yeah. This is. But then again, I'll be honest, I don't meet most people. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> exactly. a people person. I really aren't. I'm not. I well, go to dinner. I had to go to dinner tonight. It's all these people. There's like, so I've got five. There's five of us here yeah. and there's probably 15 people at dinner. And I say, boys, we're up this end. Uh, <laughs> we're sitting here because yeah. I need to have our conversation. I can't be involved yeah. in that. Well, where you are is probably where the technology is that is extending the gap between ever legitimately meeting a human being. I'm on board. <laughs> what's What's been the, the top... So CES can probably reset because a lot of people won't know what CES yeah, is. Because yeah. he'll air check us later. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tell it, what is, what is CES? Yeah, my name's Trevor Long. I'm a technology commentator. <laughs> <laughs> CES is the. It used to be called the Consumer Electronics Show. They don't even. It's not written anywhere anymore. They just, for some stupid reason, they're like, Wait, "No, this is CES. It's not the Consumer yeah. Electronics Show. It's CES." They okay. think because it's been going 50 years that it's that big. They don't need to explain what CES stands for anymore. Good on them, but I still say it everywhere. Consumer Electronics Show. So, you know, I got I got a lot of shows every year, but this is the biggest. Um, uh, I, I say it's nine MCGs worth of exhibition space um, because it's the entire Las Vegas Convention Center plus minus the meat the pies. Casinos. Huh? Yeah, minus the meat pies. No meat pies at the convention That's, center. It's outrageous. You know what? There's no meat pies anywhere in the world except Australia. <laughs> well, there, there is pie like face, I believe, in New York. They did, they no, did the, the pie out face. Of Were they I, out of business? I think they went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the actually talking about the food. I, I have been he loves to, a good no, food well, chat, like as I've, you know, Trev. Well, I've been food to the con- exactly. <laughs> I've been to the convention. I feel like I've been to the, for the national. So you're holding up a Kit Kat. Jeez, what is the, that logo? What is that Kit Kat? That's the American Kit Kat logo. Goes all right. Let me tell you, the American Kit Kat. something. Yeah, but I I went to NAB, which I think is in the same big same, pl- same place. Yep. place. They the food there. There's not that many options. There's like pizza. What's the, what's the deal? What there, do you, what there's, you a, there's a street eat stall over my one shoulder and there's like a Chinese there. About three years ago, I learned the food's rubbish. Yeah. And so I started bringing like a mate from school who loves cars and there's cars here, so he writes a bit of stuff. But yeah. he basically becomes our mother. He looks after us. So what happens is, uh, again, it's massive and they give me a space here. So I've got this little studio here where I can do all my TV spots from. We got an office downstairs, yeah. and last year for the first time we went to Walmart and we bought a fridge, 150 bucks bar fridge, and we just loaded it with you know drinks, juice, water, uh, apples, bananas, some chocolate, um, <laughs> and this year we bought a slightly bigger fridge, but we also bought a sandwich press, and so Flipsy, my mate, went to Whole Foods. If you've been to Whole Foods, it's unbelievably yeah. good general food, nice loaf of bread, some ham, some <laughs> cheese, and we're just having ham and cheese toasties. Between the Virgin yourself. Lounge, between the Virgin Lounge and this setup, you are literally just eating toasties, <laughs> aren't you? I love it. <laughs> is it. That is the what I reckon. That's the the best part about the Virgin Lounge is the oh, toasty. All machine. I eat there is the, is, yeah. the, is is a toasty yeah. uh, and cereal. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I have never had the cereal there. The so it's in too regards, healthy. yeah, exactly. <laughs> also pancakes. They've got that automatic pancake maker oh, at most airport right. lounges now. And people, don't, people are scared by it. They don't know what that means. You're just going to push the button, they come out. It's pretty good. But anyway, yeah, we digress. Yeah, no. So the CES, so you being there, your your job is different to what other people are there for? Like what are the main categories yeah. of the types of people at the event? Yeah, good point. So 180,000 people come to the show, registered to come to the show. General public not allowed. So if you live yeah. next door, you can't come in. Yeah. You've got to register and pay. You're either an industry... Um, 
attendee, so it means you work somewhere in the tech industry. You might mm. be an analyst or an engineer. You're an exhibitor, so someone that's actually exhibiting. The, the, there's media, about 5,000 media. The bulk of them, though, are retailers. So it staggers me when I, when I think about it. But say Harvey Norman, for example, yeah. they have, at best as I know, about 20 or 30 people here. There's, and I say a guy, but it could be a, a man or a lady, I don't know, but there's a guy in a charge robot. of audio. <laughs> it's not a robot. Harvey Norman's <laughs> way not that advanced. Um, there, there's someone in charge of Bluetooth audio. There's someone in charge of TV. There's someone in charge of every single small, minute category of basically aisles at Harvey Norman. And their job is to come here and walk around and see stuff that they might want to sell mm. and then find the person that is in charge, have a meeting with them, talk about, you know, quantities, you know, potential delivery dates, selling prices, do a, do a deal to be exclusive, whatever, and then at some point bring it to Australia. Um, most of them are just like the TV guy's pretty easy job because he's being yeah. wooed. Like they're, they're the ones that are out at night at the clubs getting boozy <laughs> dinners because they're being wooed. They, they, they're trying to do deals with these companies. So, yeah, they're, they're essentially it's the majority is retail deals being done. So it's make or break for some people. Some people, it's it's kind of sad. You see some that, someone here with like a couple of years ago, there was a bloke with a, an electronic toothbrush that taught your kids, you know, how to, you know, brush their teeth properly. Listen, mate, just get a digital timer. You put it up by the sink and you make them push the two-minute button. Yeah. It's not rocket mm-hmm. science. Or there's Philips and other brands that are doing that shit already. At yeah. The big and, and so you say, like, there's fillings. Filling, yeah, there's, there's fillings. Yeah, there's <laughs> fillings. <laughs> you don't need brush. Yeah, so that's why, teeth that guy probably didn't sell many. Because like, yeah. I don't think it got picked up. Yeah. And he's probably trying to find his next good product. So there's a lot it's, of people who don't succeed. But, you know, then there's Samsung and LG and Sony who have got booths, as we call them, displays the size of, uh, I don't even know, almost a football field. They're huge. What, what um, price would people be paying? What would some poor bloke who's got it? For the booths. For, yeah, for a toothbrush booth. Mate, they would for, firstly, they wouldn't be here at the convention centre. They'd be over at what we call Eureka Park, which is in one of the casinos. It's, a, it's, a, it's the lower floor of the casino conference centre. They basically don't even roll out carpet. It's, <laughs> you know, booths that are just a wall and no – they're probably paying a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, and good luck getting someone there. Like, we have five people. Uh, I've got – I sent one guy over there for today. He probably won't make a bet there. He would have seen – one tenth of it, yeah. so it's like it's literally rolling a dice so hard. And What's we get a thousand emails a day because you go on a, a mailing list once you register as media. Uh, those mailing lists oh, are no. insane. Like, I, well, I just know even not being in media, going to these like events, say uh, NAB is more sort of open to. Uh, yeah. anyone and you scan your card and before you know it they're sending you constant emails i want to know what's the what's the vibe like when they see that you're australian do they see australia as a small market for a lot of businesses or do they see it as an opportunity area what's the vibe they are most normally bitterly disappointed to see me really <laughs> because so first night there's yeah. a there's a separate event that gets put on called unveiled big room in a, in a big hotel down the strip and again someone's paying big bucks someone charges them like 10 grand to come to this thing but it's all media so yeah. this is people who want attention so at that event everyone wants to see especially like I had a camera crew with me and a TV crew like it was like oh the cameras you know like, yeah. they love it mm. but then when you're on the conference floor they're looking for Harvey Norman they're yeah. not looking for a dude yeah, from the media sure. so you go g'day mate and they're like oh Okay, so they do get excited that you're Australian because they think yeah. he's a global market. Yeah. But then you go, I'm, I'm from the press. Have you got a press kit? Can I take some photos? And they're like, oh, you want to buy any? You know, yeah, yeah. so well, they're actually disappointed. But I don't get a sense that Australia is the market that everyone wants to break into. But Australia yeah. is recognised as an unbelievable early adopter market. Like we pay good premiums for, for stuff. So we will adopt the expensive things. Um, we're happy to be early on it. But you, you do need a Europe or an America to be part of that. It's not going to fly with just Australia. Yeah. Is there anything that you've seen so far that we are ridiculously behind on? No, we're not. You know what? We're not behind. Um, we're, we're a touch behind on TVs. But that's just because Samsung made a decision to launch some stuff in America late last year. But no, we're not. Like, oh, and you, you, Tommy, wins a lot about uh, Telstra and mobile networks and internet. Well, we are so far ahead uh, in yeah. general on mobile that there's a lot of talk about 5G here, for example. Like our mobile networks are so much faster than America. Technology-wise, in terms of gadgets, 
we, we have got most of the good stuff. We don't have a lot of mobile phones. So in America, they are getting the Xiaomi, which is a Chinese company. They make some seriously slick phones. We're not getting mm. those because they're a small market. Like you might be grey importing them off Kogan, but you're not buying them at a retail store. So we don't get the full range of things, but, but we've got most of the good stuff. So mm. we're, we're pretty good. We're pretty the, good. There was a time, and Joshua remember when Apple yeah. would announce something and it'd be like available tomorrow, and in Australia in three months. But yeah. now we're available in Australia, UK, US. We get it first now, thanks to the time zone. Hundred percent, great time zone. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah or um, if you order through Telstra, they'll forget your order like me and lose in the mail. He's really holding yeah. on. Yeah. To yeah. My direct character. from Apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, the five, the five G thing. What is the? Are there any specific technologies? Or gadgets that are using this 5G? Like what is – because I saw somewhere that people – like in, in America, as you said, they're talking about it. They're getting excited about it. Sounds like the rollout's going to be like pretty mm. small. Like it's going to be only in select cities. But what can you mm. actually do with 5G outside of just having a faster phone? And what is the, 5G, the, to be honest? So 5G <laughs> is the next version of mobile networks above 4G. Mm. Um, it creates a different level of coverage. So in some places, deeper into buildings, in some places, wider coverage. But it's heaps faster. Lower latency, which means, you know, the speed at which you initiate the communication and much faster speeds. Now, in a retail consumer world, we'll talk about it being super fast and hundreds of megabytes, gigabytes, whatever. Your mobile phone, when it finally comes 5G, I guarantee you don't really notice because... Like, Netflix isn't buffering today. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not having massive issues. You, people like you and I will notice because, like, I weirdly, sometimes you have that moment where you can't get a file from this device to that device, and you go, you know what, I'll put it on Dropbox, and then I'll get yeah. it on the other one. Like, it's just so much easier. So th- there will be benefits for people like us in, in rich media in terms of video yeah. and things, but the average Joe, no, no, no huge change on your mobile phone. At home, though, plenty of people who either don't have NBN, don't want NBN, or just want to uh, to use a telco for, for the speed, mm. we'll get a little 5G box in the corner and that'll be their Wi-Fi network and their internet. If you're renting, perfect, because you just take it with you to your next home and you move and your internet comes with you. There'll be home internet will be the first thing we'll see in the next six months and then later in the year there'll be some phones announced. But really, 5G is for autonomous cars, like connected mm. cows, like stuff that is <laughs> mind-blowing that we're not even thinking about because of that low latency the importance of data, like if you're driving in an autonomous car or sitting in an autonomous car and there's another one next to you, those cars will be communicating each, with each other to, to let them know that we're thinking about going that way, we're thinking about going that way. And if it's a bit laggy on the network, there's going to be a crash. Yeah. So 5G, low latency, all that stuff will happen at a much more reliable rate. So it's actually in all that space yeah. that, it's, that it's going to make its money. You're wearing multiple hats and I guess... He's actually got no hat on. <laughs> He's got no hat right, on, yeah. but there's so many hats have fallen off. <laughs> EFTM uh, is, your, is your main thing where everything sort of then sort of stems out from. You've got your podcast. Is there anything in the podcast space or stuff that you're actually excited about from a content creator point of view or is this not the place yeah. for this sort of... It's not thing? that kind of show. Like I, yeah. I would actually love to go to uh, IBC, which you've been to last oh, yeah, year, yeah. and NAB. Um, but I, I think I'd I'd spend too much money, so it's probably not not a good idea for me to go. Yeah. Um, because you know the roadcaster is the the best thing that's happened to podcasting. But yeah. yeah. Again, it's this. So there's a big show in Berlin. Uh, sorry, yeah, Berlin every year called IFA, and it's like a lot of appliances. And then there's Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. It's a lot of you know Tel, Telstra talking to Qualcomm, and it's not very newsy for for me and the mums and dads in the audience. This yeah. show, it's all about mums and dads. What's your mm. next TV going to be? What's the next sound system? How, is a robot vacuum? Which robot's going to clean your home? What's your companion robot? And future of cars? Like it's it's more real people stuff. Um, and as much as we love our podcasting, real people yeah. couldn't give a rats. Why the about fuck are they talking so much about eight eight K TVs? Do you think the real consumer is going to notice or see? Like how they how are the brands communicating eight K to you? Um, pissing contest mainly. Yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, I have spent an extraordinary amount of time looking at 8K because I did go to Korea with Samsung almost specifically to be um, brainwashed about 8K, <laughs> but I'm smart enough to know what was you know right and what was wrong. Uh, in, in a term that you'll understand, the, the yeah. way a good 8K TV upscales 4K is phenomenal yeah. and the, there's this weird thing about the depth that you can see in the picture, you know, 
that there's no like restoration of the of the of the lines. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it does look deeper, and you can notice a difference. Yeah, but I'm a I don't have a great eye. Like yeah, I, I don't yeah. have bad eyesight. I just don't really see the difference like yeah. massively. So I wouldn't buy an AK TV today. Mm. Um, I'd be happy with a 4K. Uh, but I'd be happy with a TV, ad- Trev. I've got none. I actually don't <laughs> yeah, own well, a TV. You, you know, Kogan, you've you got disgust to- <laughs> me. <laughs> what's the What's your view on HDR? It feels like that was a big thing last year. Are they still talking about it? And I actually haven't seen them in real life. Yeah. What's, what's the deal? Oh, HDR, Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision, all amazing terms. Yeah. Every time I get demonstrated HDR and Dolby, this and that, they show a a scene with clouds in the sky, a bright sun coming through, and then like yeah. a lot of shadow and dark. So the concept is that the, the, the colour and the, and the picture comes through where it's shady, but also mm. in that bright light, you can still see the clouds. It's not all washed out. Yeah. Genuinely, it works. I can see a difference. If I'm watching a movie, am I going to notice that my mate doesn't have a HDR TV and I do? No, nah, <laughs> I'm not. So yeah. I'm not rushing out to buy a TV because, it, because it's got HDR. The thing that I do like that I've seen yeah. here this year is a Hisense, for example, focus on the software. So their interface, when you press the menu button, when you press the home button, what comes up? What yeah. does it look like? Mm. Like they've got a good interface, but it's going to be faster this year because they've, you know, they've tweaked it. It's going to have Netflix recommendations built in because I don't want to have to go home, Netflix, Trevor, and then see my last thing. That's four clicks to, see, to get to my last thing. So on a Samsung TV for the last couple of years and now on a Hisense in 2019, I press home. There's, the, there's my last watch program. I just scroll down and click and I'm, I'm watching the show. I don't need to go into Netflix. I'm going straight to the program. So the integration of the things we watch into the software of the TV is phenomenal. And like that's the big difference between buying a Kogan. Yeah. You've got no drama with Kogan. They make good TVs, but you don't get that integration of Netflix and Stan and Amazon Prime. And if you think five years ahead when – the numbers of people doing those streaming services will be extraordinary. Like it's just going to make mm-hmm. it so much easier to to watch that content. That that's what's exciting, and there is some good stuff happening in that space. I tell you what, a whole bunch of rich people's houses that I've been to in my life, I feel like they've been the casualty of dropping huge coin on systems that have just got outdated really quickly, like the Bang & Olufsen, all that stuff. Mm. You see, they're yeah. still they're either holding on to them because they spent so much money on them. Yeah. What like. Is that gone, those days of dropping nah, huge coin nah. or it's still there? <laughs> Two years ago, LG announced their wallpaper TV. So OLED, best TV you can buy, no question, right? It's mm. beautiful. And they're thin, like the, the, the thickness of a mobile phone. But actually, 50% of that is just the glass or the metal holding the screen up. An OLED screen, I've been to LG's factory in Korea, an OLED screen is flexible. It's like a, you know, Rolf Harris wobble board. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so it can actually be curved. And So what they did, they went, well, take the, the flexible bit, get rid of the backing and we'll stick it on the wall and we'll put the guts of the TV, the HDMI, the TV tuner into the sound bar. And mate, you look at this and go, that's amazing. It's two millimetres off the wall. It's a TV. It looks so good. This year, so, and so that was two years ago, twenty to $35,000 and they sold a few. Like, yeah. They definitely sold many in Australia. Who's not, buying not them? So would, is Harvey Norman uh, putting in an order for that type of thing? Harvey Norman sold them. Yeah. LG put displays in their main stores and they sold. I, li- I literally don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a thousand, maybe it's a hundred. I don't know. But they sold some this year. So you're the bloke that spent thirty or forty thousand dollars three years ago for this beautiful thing because you've got, let's say, you've got a, a Vista over. I don't know what's a base in Kilda Bay, whatever. Yeah, you know, Port Phillip Bay, Port Phillip whatever. Bay, yeah, That's yeah. it. The, the, the ocean. Glass Slightly windows. Shit. See, Melbourne doesn't have as many good options as yeah, Sydney. No, it's a pond. It's a pond. But you've got this glass vista and, yeah. and you, it, you've stuck a TV on there because it's beautiful. It looks good that yeah. way. So this year, for we don't know how much money, but trust me, tens of thousands. Forget what, blocking the view with the TV. You buy a box and it's it, – it, I can't – let's say it's a 65-inch TV. So it's the width of a 65-inch TV plus a bit – but then it's maybe 25 centimetres tall, 25 centimetres deep, and, and the width of the TV wide. In that box is a TV rolled up, yeah, like a garage door, right? It's so crazy. the OLED screen is rolled up in there. You press the power button, little flap opens, and the TV goes 10 seconds, and there's a TV. So your wow. beautiful vista is blocked when you're watching TV, but when you turn it off, hello, ocean. Oh, it's mind-blowing, phenomenal, going on sale this year. I won't ever meet anyone that owns one. 
Yeah. But if they want to give me one, I'll, I'll absolutely take it. But what I mean, how, what's the life on these products? Because I'm guessing that... How like, long until we see them on Nature Strips? <laughs> no, well, no, I just wonder because like <laughs> going in... That. No, but going into that and going out, rolling in, rolling out, surely there's wear and tear on the pixels or whatever. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. But see, LG are the only people... The LG Display, which is a separate business to LG Electronics, just to be clear, it's nerdy. But So they've been making OLED panels, the, the panel bit, without actually manufacturing a TV out of it like five, six, ten years. They've yeah. worked it out. So they've been doing this up and down for, you know, years. I think I don't think they'd bring it to market if they hadn't tested it for, you know, 10,000 roll up and downs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you pay $35,000 in five years from now under Australian consumer law. Trust me, it should still work. Yeah, absolutely. The um, car stuff, you know your cars, you got Bowen there helping you with the car coverage. What is mm. the tech stuff like is there anything that's coming out at ces that we don't all already know as consumers most of it's bullshit really not gonna lie just we've talked about it like it's like they come up with ideas just for ces now we may look back in 10 years and go that i remember that at ces in 2018 but like Nissan's idea was uh, talking about the metaverse. I don't even know what that is. And I'm a nerd. <laughs> uh, the metaverse. So you're in an autonomous car and you're, you're either bored or lonely or you just want to have a chat. You're wearing a virtual reality headset and you press a button. And like Mark Zuckerberg's plan of having these kind of weird second life meeting rooms, you, you just, Josh can be in the car with something. So we can be driving. We've never met in real life, but Josh and I can be driving <laughs> down the freeway. This is perfect. Having a chat because he's sitting at home. Like Al Bundy with his hands down his pants with his, you know, uh, virtual reality headset on. I'm sitting next to him in a car and we're having a chat. Now, I said to the boys tonight, I said, wouldn't it just be easier not to go from a place A to place B and sit at home and have that virtual conversation? So I don't know why that's a car thing. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz did announce something tonight with Garmin so that your Garmin Vivo Fit smartwatch is linked to the car so it knows either your mood or your health or something and the seat will... And they give you a massage if you've done a lot of workout today or something. I mean, these kind of things are fun. That's a real thing. But most of it is pie in the sky. Hyundai have this thing that's like a – looks like a a vehicle we'd send to Mars. uh, So it can, you know, go over rocks and stuff. And it it raises up and the the wheels are then on legs and it can actually walk so that it can get over terrain. It looks a bit like those Boston Dynamics crazy-ass robots. (laughs) And then they go – but a use of that is like in an earthquake, this thing could drive – essentially over rubble and deliver emergency relief to people. And you go, oh, that's, fuck, that's a good idea. I mean, that's not bad. Mm. I don't think they're going to build it any day soon though. So, yeah, cars I think is a bit more of a high, like high thought, yeah. future vision. This is what we're thinking. Let's just see how it's received kind yeah. of stuff. Is Tesla there? No. Is, no, no. no. You, Tesla, Apple, Microsoft, it? never here. Is Tesla, uh, does Tesla get more hype than they deserve, do you think, Trev? Hundred oh, percent. No, they've des- up until now they've deserved everything they've got because they've absolutely led the way in electric cars. And most there's probably fifteen Teslas in CES on display because everyone wants to be kind of affiliated. They've got one. They've done something to it or whatever. Panasonic had one a couple of years ago because I think they helped with the infotainment. I don't know what. But the the thing is now horses bolted. I drove a yeah. Jaguar I Pace. Uh, in like the four days before I came here, I've never driven anything like it. It was the most spectacular car. And I, I've got my money down for a Tesla Model 3. So I'm, I'm in the queue. Yeah. But this thing made me go, far out, Jaguar make a better car than Tesla. So and what like is I the actually want a really car? good car. What, what is I don't the, what just want a thing that goes 0 to 100 in a, in a bazillionth of a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All electric cars go fast. It's a scale electrics effect. So I, I think their time is coming to an end. Really? So the big screen, you know, like when I think of Tesla, I think of sort of the entertainment system as well, just that big screen. The The issue that I have with all of this stuff is everything seems to be across all these companies. It's proprietary, it's wall garden, it's like select an ecosystem mm-hmm. with um, specifically what I'm thinking about is the smart speakers, the Amazon yeah. Echo, the the uh, Google, Google Home. Home. Yeah, like... Samsung, how, Bixby, Microsoft, Cortana. Don't forget the big two fuck, uh, how, that I no mean, one's heard of. Well, but how, like, yeah, how do we 
decipher all of this? What do we like? I'm moving into a place soon, and like I, w- I want to have a couple. How's of, Lynn going to be about that? Yeah, I know she's going to be very disappointed. What Josh is asking is, how can he have a dinner party with no one that he that actually is there, <laughs> no, but it's in a virtual world? <laughs> no, what I want to know is if I should I get a fucking Amazon Echo, or should I get the Google Home, or could you Google Home every day of the week? Really. In Australia. I've so got Amazon America, Prime. Does that change things or no? I guess yeah, probably no. not. I mean, no. how much how much are you using Amazon Prime right now? Maybe in four years, five years. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's looking at me like he bought a lot Too of much. fucking books. Yeah. yeah, but go on. I want to understand this. I can't write fucking books. Um, the... <laughs> The thing is, Google has a stranglehold in Australia because they've just sold so many bloody devices because they, they hit the right time, the right place. They were Amazon, giving them away from fucking, like, you did anything with strategy, Telstra. And go to Woolies, get, buy some shopping, get, get a Google Home, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, the strategy's working. Yeah. The thing is, I think Google has the best um, tentacles in every place. So you can buy so many products now that are Google Home integrated. Look, that said, it's, it's not, un, it's not a, a huge leap ahead in terms of the number of products. Um, but you do need to choose an ecosystem today. Yeah. So maybe thinking about your situation, you do know the Amazon ecosystem, you do use it. Um, maybe there's more benefit in you, but I would have thought you're also a bit of a Google user. Um, yeah, well, I don't you know, have – I've got all stuff. the Google accounts. The, the issue is I've got about 40 Google accounts. I've sort of committed to one. Where's I your have, calendar? The Where's calendar, your daily calendar? My calendar is with Big Media Company, which is like a through the business Google account. Suite? And the, yeah, yeah, and then I have – Don't buy Google Home. Yeah. Don't buy Google Home. I can't use it. I can't use it oh, at home. My, my EFTM slash Trevor Long account is a Google Suite, G Suite. Yeah. I pay fucking money for it every yeah. month. It's not connected. I turn on a Google Home. I set up my account. It says, your email address is not valid. You can't tell <sighs> me. I can't, I can't say, hey, Google, what's on my diary tomorrow? She goes, I can't read your calendar. And I'm paying them money and they, I can't enable that feature. So Stupid. Is it and it's a Google product. Yeah. That's yes. ridiculous. In the pipeline, do you know they're going to introduce that? They say, like, they can't even give me answers. But yeah. the thing is, see, most G Suite accounts are not like you and me, yeah, you know, exactly. a couple of yeah, small yeah. business people, right? They're a big corporation with 500 employees and they can't just tick a box because it might ruin everything on their corporate yeah. network, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's like that in their defense. But it's, it's a huge slice of market, I would have thought. So basically, unless you've got a G, at gmail.com account, Google Home is a pain in the ass. So... Enjoy Alexa, buddy. Yeah. Do you have with your uh, your running Android? I'll send you one. I've got an Echo Dot. I'll oh, really? send it to you. I have oh, no thank use you. For it. Perfect. I appreciate it. The you were saying this whole that podcast you... was so you get free stuff from me. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is perfect. The um, Tommy's like, what am I getting? I know. <laughs> I, I, I actually battery am. For your phone. No, it Tommy actually broke up. Battery for your phone. Tommy <laughs> thinks we're basically married, so it's like, oh, fifty. I've got fifty percent of a dot. <laughs> <laughs> the. Um, <laughs> Uh, you couldn't do FaceTime. You're not doing uh, iMessage. Are you? So you're using Android at the moment? Yeah, I've been using. So my son goes into high school next year. Mm. Um, what weird answer to a question about a mobile phone? But <laughs> no. see, I think I know. Uh, so he's he's had a he's had a mobile device at his disposal. He didn't realise it was his number, and I'm paying for it, and it's a phone he can use every day. Yeah, he just didn't use it every day. So I get the question, what phone should I give my kids? And I tell them the cheapest one. And then my son could literally have any phone because I've got them all. (laughs) They just sit in my office. I said to my wife, we probably can't give him a $2,000, you know, Huawei Mate 20 because he'll probably break it and then he'll just expect another one. So I used, (laughs) for three weeks before Christmas, I used the $440 Huawei Nova 3i. And you know what? It was fucking great. Good phone, had no dramas. It was great. And then I went, the fuck am I? I've got the best Huawei phone on the planet right here. I'm going to use it. So I then upgraded myself to the what is the Huawei Mate 20. My view, best phone on the market today, tr- triple lens camera, three-time zoom, single-time zoom, wide angle, really fast, great phone. I'm loving it. Um, and so in the end, I gave my son a $220 Huawei phone, and he's a happy boy. So, yeah, I, um, I've actually escaped the Apple ecosystem. I'll switch back to an Apple iPhone at some point Yeah. when Apple take me on a trip because – Jesus mm. Christ, the death says they give you when you don't have an Apple phone is just <laughs> phenomenal. Oh, that's last time um, we spoke to you, you were at the Apple HQ in San yeah, Francisco. Getting upset at strawberry water, yeah, I believe. Yeah, strawberry, water. strawberry water, lime water, <laughs> cucumber water. Just give me water. <laughs> the, um, so the, the Android, so you think you, you'll stick with it? So that. I live and breathe WhatsApp now. Yeah. So 
uh, there's still still a couple of people who've got my like a really really old iCloud account yeah. in their contacts, and so they I, I got a, still got a Mac, it's still got iMessage. So every few hours I see the messages. Yeah. But man, WhatsApp is so good. Have they got a desktop platform. app? Yep. Oh, I didn't you know they had a Mac desktop app. app. Oh, that's great. And WhatsApp. I just have WhatsApp open in a browser all the time. Like right th- now, they're just coming up on my screen. I, I think last more. time you told me that as well. I've got to mm. get that. That's yeah, thanks I for feel taking like the advice. Be, yeah, be, no, being across the computer. And the phone, I think, will make a difference. On the the sound thing, do you think Sonos is in trouble or do you think that they just produce a a superior product in regards to sound? I would have said a year ago they were in trouble, but they they look like they've taken a smart approach by integrating. So they've they've incorporated Apple AirPlay. I think they'll have Google Home and Alexa built in so you can still be this snobby uh, premium (laughs) Sonos owner and have Mm. the Google and the Alexa stuff. But in the end, their market share can't be as good as it ever was because yeah. there's so many other options out there. They're just like, oh, I, I wouldn't buy a Sonos yeah. right now because I'm smart enough to be able to just use a Bluetooth speaker in every room kind of thing. And Am I don't I think most people want multi-room audio. I've got uh, the old Sonos, like the play, the original Play 5s or whatever. Yeah, so have I. Is, is that like, because what I was thinking of doing I, was I selling them? I think we them? both got them at the same time and have kept them for the same I, reason. I actually think, <laughs> think that might be right. Lucky Niv, Niv was, uh, he was get leaving, so he didn't, he didn't care that much. But <laughs> Jeez, Kev, if I've ever heard an inside bloody conversation, yeah, exactly. I, I'm confused well, and I'm a part of the show. He said it several times on the show. He said uh, several times was, on the show that back in the Melbourne Geek days, he was sent a Sonos system has never gone back. Exactly. Yeah, well, yeah thanks for resetting, mate. Not Appreciate only, that. Not only that, but I did, I did some stuff that they're actually called Playback was what Sonos was, was the distributor. And um, they got me to do a video for them and it was a Contra deal. So I got two Play 5s and then I think two of the Play 3s might be the, the, uh, the ones that were given to me on loan. Well, see, so I'm that much out of the Sonos ecosystem. I don't think I've turned mine on in a while. And I was given one as a Contra for running some ads on the podcast, some Sonos yeah. ads a few months ago. And uh, I gave it away as yeah. a, on a competition because... People love Sonos. It's a good yeah. speaker. Why not? But yeah, I think speakers is a cool thing. Like there's so many of them around that it's very hard to go wrong with speakers. You know, mm. like I don't, I don't think if, if you have a price point, there's always a good speaker. You know, you get a JBL, you get a Sony. Very hard to convince someone to buy something that's worth so much money. We've got a Bose thing in the office at the moment and it's got a screen on it. Mm. It does Alexa. You know, it's great. But it's a, probably a lot of money just to have a reasonable quality sound. That's it. I'd happily recommend for four ninety nine an Apple HomePod, best quality sound you'll you'll hear in such a small device. So Siri is super just competitive fucked. market. I just find Siri like I saw someone doing an example of uh, the they were using Siri to get the lights to turn on, and just seeing the process of Siri filling the screen on the phone to and then like it it seems like it's a delayed response. Siri is Apple's biggest problem. Yeah, Siri was born. Years before Google Assistant and uh, Amazon Alexa, but she's dumb compared yeah. to them. <laughs> Mate, watch you your know. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's my yeah. We're we're good together. Sure, she can tell you the time and what the weather's going to be, but she can't really tell you much more. Like she's she struggles to really be as good as the Google Assistant stuff. So the Apple HomePod, if you love music and you have Apple Music subscription, is outstanding. Yeah. But Apple HomePod doesn't know the difference between me and my wife. Yeah. So I can't add things to my calendar and all that. Like it does not. Like it should be smart enough. Yeah, should be smart enough. Like I link my iTunes account to Apple HomePod. My kids are like, "Hey, play Shotgun by George Ezra." Hey, play this, and all that shit goes into my favorite <laughs> because they play them so much mm. that it becomes Apple thinks I like that music. Yeah, yeah that's like the excuse. Swift that's the excuse he's using for his YouTube recently viewed. Yeah, well, it's, Tommy Tommy seems to love the Wiggles based on his, uh, <laughs> Mate, his I, viewing. Yeah, I'm a big fan. But the um, so if someone had to pick, if you were to get a smart device in general, whether it be mm. the Lights like the Philips Hue or the Lifex or LifeX, however you say it. Like, what is the what do you think is the best first device into the whole smart home thing that you aren't going to have to replace in a year's time because it's going yep. to be made redundant by something else? I'd buy the uh, the Google Home Mini or the Amazon Echo Dot, both super yeah. cheap, you know, seventy fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Then I'd buy I'd buy two things. I'd buy uh, a Philips Hue light bulb. Yeah. And I would buy a uh, like an Arlec or a TP Link or D Link 
switch. So they, they look like an old, old school double adapter. Yeah. They plug into a PowerPoint and they've got another PowerPoint on the other side of it. And so you plug the iron in or you plug a lamp in, like your bedside lamp. Most people have a bedside lamp of some sort. Plug that in there and you program it. You call it in the bedroom. You call it the lamp. And you, then from then on, you can say, hey, Google, turn the, turn the bedroom lamp on. Hey, Google, turn all the lights off. And that's it's you need to you need to grow that familiarity with talking to your home. Yeah, like that's the problem most people have is I don't want to talk to a thing. Siri <laughs> has that problem. Yeah, so you need to grow that familiarity with the the desire to talk to a thing, an inanimate object. Yeah, so do something like that that makes you go, and it's also something you'll show your mates when they come around. <laughs> hey Google, turn the lounge room light blue, and yeah. you know it does, and they go, oh, turn it green, and you know have some fun with it, and you like you've got to buy a light bulb or a switch that allows you to do the lamp. Or if your wife keeps leaving the iron on or you do, buy it for the iron. And then just when you're driving to work, just check that it's off. You know, stuff like that is fun. Yeah. It's not mind-blowing. It's very easy to set up. And then get a really good subscription to, you know, Apple Music or Spotify or whatever it is so that you can play music and really start to enjoy music again. Mm. I think most people still don't appreciate how good Spotify is for learning and, and, and discovering music. I don't, mate... I haven't listened to a new song myself for decades. <laughs> I'm still listening to Farnham and yeah. stuff. Well, old mate, but old music's never getting new, Trev. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the thing, right? But Spotify will throw up something that's you know John Denver, and I'm like, I would never have typed that in. Yeah, good song. Yeah, you know. And like, so it just they knows. Know you, Trev. It, it learns. They give you it's good stuff. The, they give you the Johnny Rockets milkshake, and you're happy. They know exactly what you. What your tastes are. Hey, Listen, uh, I was so at, at, on Sunday night. We were at a, a big event that that one, the media event, and I had yeah. a current affair there. And they uh, they always need on a current affair because they ne- they never put your name on the screen. Yeah. They always need what they call an intro shot. So it's a shot of you not talking, just doing something, so they can say. And tech expert Trevor Long said, yeah. and so they go. There was a pinball machine. They said, just play the pinball machine. <laughs> I went, beautiful, play that. <laughs> so I'm playing. It's a Beatles pinball machine. I'm playing it away, and I'm that into music like that. I can't not sing along. I fucking sang for a second. Do you know what they used on the television? Mate, I saw it. A bit of me singing. I'm, I'm, li- I'm at Lynn you know. Richards at the moment and they've obviously got ACA on religiously. <laughs> and, um, yeah, there you pop up. And Shit, it's- man, you missed me. I was on 25 <laughs> minutes ago. The thing is, mate, this is the only way um, I stay cool and relevant with my parents is you being on ACA because it's like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's Trev. Trev's on. Can you do an ACA um, headline about Trev over at CS? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, Josh, do uh, okay. So what? You're you're the host, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. but you're also got to write your own scripts. Yeah, yeah. So the brief is off the back of the dodgy builder. Yeah. We're going to cross to Las Vegas yeah. to the biggest consumer tech show in the world. Give us okay, a Okay, Here we go. All right. Come on. Um, no pressure. Uh, so I'll, I'll okay. Here we go. <clears throat> the, <laughs> the pressure is huge, Trev. Um, from dodgy builders to dodgy singers, Trevor Long in Las Vegas. There we go. The um, no, but I, I, I've actually been consuming all of uh, ACA. No, all the content on. I'm not on any fucking social network, but I do log into the Daily Talk Show Twitter. Mm. They do a great job. Just FYI, can we just stop for a second? Yeah, that is such a fucking cop out. <laughs> Yeah. Don't get me. Don't get. Uh, yeah, t- Tommy will. Fucking well, yesterday we had a blow up on the show saying that when Josh left social media, who does the social media? It's all on the the other person on the show that has social media. So, but I have been. Yeah, no. Twitter is probably the last. Like just having it on the the daily talk show. Otherwise, it wouldn't even. Fuck. It's the I, worst of the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I only have on the daily talk show. I think you're about the only person that we see. That um, doing content like every, there's nothing else on on Twitter. ABC always be contenting. Always be always be contenting. Yeah, is the um, yeah, tr- Twitter is like speed. It like doesn't do a great deal. Just keeps you awake. Speed for smart people. And it probably maybe. gets you irritated. See, oh, oh, you know, there's five of us writing articles, doing shit that it's hard to keep track of. So I said on the way over here, I said, listen, we, we, we do have a social media strategy, and that is don't post to Facebook. Yeah, I've paid someone. To just look at the site for two hours every day and just put it all up on Facebook. Okay. And they said, "What about Twitter?" I said, "Just fucking whatever you want." Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's it's been and it's gone. Like so, just post it. Doesn't matter if I post something and then you do. Doesn't matter. Like it's it's just content. You just have to post it. So, 
It's a funny medium, Twitter, and mate, you're addicted to social media yeah, still. Well, is there any way that we can, um, from a, a technology point of view, actually spend less time on this stuff? Like there's screen time that's coming out, all these things to try and limit it. Is there any hardware or any devices that are specifically designed to actually switch off? I know it's pretty counterintuitive. Ones that you, they're, all, they're ones that you know, screen time. Yeah. Like you need to... You need to, what you actually should do. Is well, I've retired from social media. Parent do you know I've retired? In a family account. I've right? completely retired. I'm not on social media. The only thing Mate, I've got is. You just said you're on Twitter. The daily talk. I know. It's sort of like retired, but I go in one day a week just to help with the books. You know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm the retired accountant just being like, look, I'll, I'm happy to do the reconciling for you. It's very low. So Problem I'm actually is, very good. It's like I've, I've cut, cut off, but I'm wondering what the next back level is. Tommy will get the shit sooner or later with how much he's having to do Fact, and you're going to have to lift your game. It's, al- it's already happened. <laughs> and so, the, but there's nothing, there's no tech out there that could, could help specifically. No, the tech, so I think, I, I respect what you've done, but I think it's crazy because <laughs> in this world, as a businessman yeah. and a content creator, yeah. it's fucking stupid yeah. because it's essentially... It's your output, and you need to know what's going on. So I think it's all about limits. Yeah. And you knew there were, you knew, you knew that we had a problem. You needed to implement limits. Yeah. My, I, if you if you'd have come to me beforehand, we would have sat down. I said, Tom is your dad. Yeah. Create a family sharing account on iTunes and make him your dad. Yeah. And then what Tommy could have done was set up actual rules that said only five minutes a day on this and that. <laughs> and mate, the apps just closed down. They're still Jeez. there. You get to use them, but they closed down. The power. Self-imposed limits don't work. The power mate, I would have ta- he's taken. Got, Tommy's gone fucking crazy because I installed two Nest cams in the office, and he thinks it's an opportunity to use the two-way function. Every single time I come in, he. <laughs> He gets Brilliant. a push notification. He feels like he needs to say, "Oh, hey, what are you doing?" Yeah. It, what, what have you? Um, they're the best, right? Yeah, they're great. I mean, what's the limit? I I feel like uh, there's going to be an interesting time where all of this smart stuff, all the security cameras, all the um, what's the 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 ring, the you know the yep. the, the smart doorbells. doorbell. Have you created any limits for your kids to say now? It's not appropriate to be using the video camera to listen to the conversations mum and dad are having. Like, do you? Ha- well, do you talk- they're not at that point yet. Yeah, thankfully, sure. Jesus, I didn't thought about it to be honest. Look, we don't have. We only have one camera inside the house. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, we've got two. One upstairs, one downstairs. They're in non, you know, private areas. The ones in the hallway uh, downstairs. No ones sex in the rooms. Upstairs. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> That's yeah. Good. No Basically, shitting. No. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. And and oh, I don't. They're the ones I, I forget to charge most of the time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But. I don't think I'll. Well, I mean, maybe the kids will get access to the cameras at some point, but nah, mate, you got to have that. That would be a very simple, hard and fast rule. Like oh, there'd be no, there'd be no excuses on that. Yeah. But mate, I mean, it's fun. Well, like, when you first get them, it's fun. Oh, when we put a Nest camera downstairs in the office, when we just when we first moved in, John boy, who's new and doesn't really have all this stuff, like he's never had a Nest camera or anything yeah. before, he's like Tommy. Yeah. He's just like, oi. <laughs> what, Jesus Christ! What are you doing, mate? It'll wear off. Yeah. It's okay. So It'll you don't think off. that it's going to get to it? Like, have you had to create limits for your kids? What are the the, no. the technologies? So the, our kids, so our kids have technology limits. Yeah. They have screen time. Uh, if they want it daily, they get it daily. Uh, but some days we just do too much and you don't get it. But essentially, they get an hour a day, mm-hmm. um, and they know the limit. And we you, know, you count it down for them. I have imposed partial screen time limits on their devices, but there's a risk to that because then during school holidays, it, the time limits are different. It's very, very weird. But essentially, my kids are pretty good. My kids get way less screen time than their mates, and it fucking they hate it. <laughs> but stiff shit. I, I like I look at kids who are on the screens all the time playing Xbox and stuff. Uh, I just and there's kids in my son's year who are on on Instagram. I follow them all, yeah. <laughs> and I just look. I look at the shit that they post, and I go, "What is this rubbish?" And what are you doing this at eleven o'clock at night yeah. for? Do you ever do you no, ever tell them off in the comments? Instagram. Have you ever trolled? Have you ever trolled them in the trolling? Trolling Trev's no, actual username. <laughs> That, that that I think that might be you know grounds for some form of police issue. <laughs> um, so, what, are you having second thoughts, Josh, based on Trevor's no, I think, great no, pushback? The thing is, we're getting to. I still get to connect with Trev. The th- I've got WhatsApp. The thing is that I can then still reach out. It's making me have to be more thoughtful on things because the, the funny thing is. I was thinking about it because, say, for instance, with Sydney, the reason I didn't uh, we didn't contact you in Sydney was because I saw on the Daily Talk Show Instagram, I'm like, 
you getting ready and spending time with the family. I'm like, the last thing fucking Trev needs in December. And so I made the call based on social media. If You're I were a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because I've got three kids. I'll escape them anytime. Yeah, I want. based exactly. on that, that yeah. was help. Tom, Tommy was like, mate, I've got all week. <laughs> um, no, but so I, th- I find that it's good for, like, so CES, I'll have to, rem- like, say if it was a thing where it's like, we want to make sure that we have fucking Trev on when CES is on, or like, I'll have to make, I won't remember that shit off by heart. I would actually, I'm going to have to start putting things in calendars. To remember things. Remember when your birthday is. I just don't see it lasting. Well, I, just, I just don't know how it lasts. How, how do you keep but, in contact with your kids? I think that's because I've listened. Yeah. I've listened intently and I've thought, I know yeah. I could spend less time. I know I could. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, how do I delete Facebook? I've got to run an EFTM Facebook page. Yeah. You know, we have lots of people that connect to us there. Yeah. Sure, Twitter and, and Instagram aren't that big, but there's still people looking yeah. and I feel like I'd be letting them down. So... No, I can't do it, and uh, maybe you've got this weird, um, you know, holier-than-thou, buddy, I'm reading books and bullshit going on. I don't have have time to write a book by hand. You you and Bree need to get married. You need to have kids. You need to get some responsibility. Call him old-fashioned. Trevor, the thing thing I appreciate with Trevor, he still drinks fat Coke. You don't even drink – you're full full fat Coke. I respect that. Full fat. Right on. Like, because Coke Zero – Coke Zero, I feel like... Tastes like shit. Do you think? I think it tastes the fucking same, no? <laughs> no, mate. I was at a, we were at a dinner tonight and, I, and see, the problem with Vegas is there's a Pepsi and Coke war big time in the US, much yeah. more than in Australia. Mm. So some places are just Pepsi joints. Oh, no. Some places are just Coke uh-uh. joints. But they don't tell you. Yeah. You say, I can have a Coke, please. Yeah, sure. They bring you Pepsi. Yeah. Sat down. I said, this, this girl from an appliance retailer magazine... I ordered a Coke. I said, this will be a Pepsi. Just watch. Yeah. And I went, fucking Pepsi. <laughs> I, I can tell that shit a mile away. I can tell a diet, a zero. I can do a lineup any day. Well, mate, they're doing like – all the way. They have the, the machines where you can get about 40 different flavours. Well, they have, you, they have the corn syrup. Machines. They've got corn syrup yeah. in the Coke over there in the in the machines. Yeah, there is that shit. But the fl- flavours, what would – like if you do your you custom flavour. We, we were at the Bellagio Buffet the other night and I just got a Coke. But one of the at boys a buffet, you just got a coke. Hey, at a buffet, you just got a coke. Yeah, or well, you got food. Yeah. You got food too. You got some food. I did as a drink. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> John got a, a creaming. A, someone got a clear creaming soda. Yeah, like, what's that? Yeah. Someone else got a. I think it was it's, creaming soda. It's with cancer, grape. I reckon. So it was that's probably what that is. Really dark clear. and purple. It was weird. Yeah. Like the, the flavors, because you said it's one machine, one nozzle. And it just, whatever you want comes out. Yeah, it's an ideal. Mm. How do you keep in touch Crazy. with your kids while you're away? Have they got, have you got rituals? So this is an interesting one about the iPhone thing because my kids have all got iPads or iPods. Yeah. And so we FaceTime. They don't message me much. I'd prefer if they just text me all the time. Yeah. It'd be so cute and cool. But they actually just FaceTime now and then. But what happens is I would just FaceTime my wife. And here's what happens. My wife sees it's me on the phone. Then she goes, puts it down answers it and I'm looking at the ceiling and then she's like, kids! And so now, WhatsApp. I just WhatsApp video. It's as good as FaceTime. Yeah. And they'll, so my wife, for example, earlier, oh, she, was, she was bagging me about something I did on a current affair or something and I said, listen, I'm at dinner, go away. Um, and then she said, now's, now's a good time to call. Has your dinner finished? So she's just saying, listen, yeah. the kids, it's in between, you know, dinner and mm. bedtime. Don't call it bedtime because that'll just rile them up. So yeah, just FaceTime. Did you say I'm dealing with honest. the Pepsi situation here? I've got, I've got, I've got Pepsi <laughs> trauma. <laughs> Trying to work out. Exactly. I can't deal with this shit right now. But it was like 10 minutes before I had to go on TV, but I know they don't want to talk for too long. They just want to tell me what they did in their day. They want to tell me what they're doing tomorrow. They want to tell me they've been good to their mum, even though they haven't been. Yeah. And yeah, just a nice little... As long as we get some form of video contact... I mean, this this is the worst week for it because it is pretty much like a 19-hour day for me, but we find some way and, and it works out. Plus, they watch the vlogs. So we do a vlog every day oh, and I've got to they watch the every day. Is, is that every on YouTube? Uh, yeah, it's on We don't – the primary place, like the, the views come on Facebook. Uh-huh. We yeah. put on YouTube just okay, as a great. record, yeah. Yeah, and the, there's, there's shitloads of fun. Well, I mean, mate, it's nearly uh, 1 a.m. there in Vegas, is it? Getting close? Look, I wasn't going to refer to that, but now that you mentioned, yeah. do you sleep? Oh, early. <laughs> do you sleep, or what's the deal? I'll get, I'll get four or five hours. Be fine. I've only got 
just a whole segment for the Today Show to walk around and film all day tomorrow. But the, on the the segment thing, I was showing uh, Tommy, and I mentioned it actually on the show last week about your last year. You had a hip airbag and <laughs> I had so much joy when I saw the video of you this year in a vest and see we <laughs> we had it going back and forth back and forth playing stopping play Tommy's like go back two frames can you describe <laughs> you know the best part about that yeah so these blokes uh, from France where they were they remembered me from last year so they knew where <laughs> yeah. I was they came and I said bring three charges yeah. uh, for the you know it's like a compressed air cylinder because they said to me on the Sunday night they said it won't fit you <laughs> so you're too fat I just, we just don't have one that were big I said well look let's see what it looks like unzipped and and we'll we'll do it yeah. and then if it doesn't work we'll put it on you we'll yeah. test it and then we'll do it for real so have enough charges so they come in and we fit it and the bloke from France is like. Like it fits you. It looks like great. You look lean dude. as yeah, fuck. It great. It, looks, it was not when I turned sideways. No, I liked it. Anyway, Did you tell him to get fucked. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, 15 minutes before the segment went to air, because it was live, we had to do a test. I need to know how it works. I need to know what's going to happen. Yeah. And there was four or five other products being brought to me that day. Some sunglasses, whatever. And those people were all here waiting. So we're, this, like, I'm not going to, I'm going to beat around the bush. It, when they're wiring these things, it looks like they're fucking wiring a suicide vest. Yeah, I'm not shitting you. There's wires coming out of it. There's a battery and there's a button. They're going to blow it's him like up. <laughs> dead man trigger, yeah? So they're wiring it up and they're putting it on and it's, you know, don't press the button now. Wait, wait. So we wire it up and we're doing a test. Okay, everyone, okay, here we go. Five, four, three, two, bang. And it's like really oh. loud the first time you hear it. Yeah. And four or five, I realised four or five of the people had no idea what it was. Oh. Scared the bejesus <laughs> out of them. Yeah. <laughs> Made them all nearly fall over, and then we did the real one on TV, and it was uh, yeah, it was good stuff. This good is content, mate. Good mate, content. Yeah, yeah, if the bike crash doesn't kill you, the <laughs> the explosion of the exploding vest will. The, it's actually funny you mentioned the sound because Tommy and I gave away a ham in December uh, as sort of a response to right b- Bataki. I'm across it, and uh, the sound that the confetti cannon made, we weren't really expecting. We weren't no. expecting to let it off outside. But it looked like some sort of fucking horrendous Christmas incident. It was a nightmare. And so Rob, who was doing it, was sort of trying to play it all. They were trying to laugh and like play it all down, but it it wasn't. Think about all that mess, right? Yeah. They have those on the Today Show. There's two of those sitting uh, like behind the set. You know, Uh it's a set. So there's just Mm. bullshit behind. They have two of them sitting there for the cash call every morning. (laughs) So if the cash call gets, I think it's above 10,000. So if it's a 20 or more, they have them. And there's someone standing there ready. Mm. So they call the answer on the three rings. Boom. And the funny thing is, they pull the thing, someone wins, and they've got like three minutes to clean, to clean up. Oh, no. It's the f- it, like they, someone should do a time lapse. It'd be a great video because they've got to clean the whole studio in three minutes before the ad break or whatever comes back. That shit's messy. Yeah. <laughs> just get a, a blower? That's not a bad idea. Just the, the, robot, the robot vacuums, I, I remember hearing like years ago that they were just a bit of a a joke. Have they gotten good and do they can they tell that there's fucking dog shit and not smear it all over <laughs> the carpet? So, yes and partially. So they're very good now. The one that we use is called EcoVax. It's got like a on top of it's got a lidar, which is the stuff used in autonomous cars to see. I think it's like a lidar. It can tell you if you're lying or not LIDAR. as well. No, <laughs> exactly. Lid- Did you like lidar. A, yeah. lidar, lidar? And so it maps your home. It walk, it, <laughs> it drives around first time and just maps your home accurately. It's beautiful. And then you draw draw lines where you do and don't want it to go. It knows where it's carpet and, and hard floors. It can mop and everything, right? So it's very Jeez. good. That will smear dog shit everywhere if yeah. it's there. Like there's just no avoiding it. It'll run into cables and get stuck. So the three months ago they announced, but it hasn't been released yet, that one would, that would have artificial intelligence. Now, I hate that word yeah. because it's just such a buzzword, but the idea is it's got a camera and it can detect things like kids' toys and avoid them and stuff. So, yeah, that's coming. It's coming that there's something there and it's not normally there. So essentially it knows what the place looks like in its cleanest state and it knows what's there now and it will avoid <laughs> those things. Because we... Bowen uses the robot vacuum we had because our house is a fucking mess. Yeah. I mean, it's three kids. <laughs> it's impossible. And so How does it get into corners? Useful. How does it get to a corner? Is it it's circle, right? Most the of the brushes – so it's a circle and uh, then there's the like brushes that are about, I don't know, six, seven centimetres big. And yeah. that the, the, the centre of them is right on the outside and so they flick around. Yeah, yeah. So it goes close to the corner and the brush flicks it out. Mate, and what's I the need diff- one of these. I need but, one. But what's the difference between, say – a cheap one and sort of the pricier primo one. A cheap one can't doesn't know where it is in the house. Okay. 
Uh, it probably doesn't have a lot of suction. It's a bit dumb. It'll just have a just a basic, yeah. you know, amount of suction. Yeah. Whereas an expensive one, amazing actual vacuum, and it can it can be controlled via an app. It can be linked to Google Home. Knows where it is in the house and those kind of things. That you got to spend a thousand bucks plus to get a good one that will actually clean. And you got to run them every day for them to be effective. Mm-hmm. They got to run every day while you're at work. So when you come home, floors floors are quite clean. But still, every couple of weeks you got to get out. Do a proper mop, a proper vacuum, and you know, really. How, how often do you mop? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I haven't. I haven't we've got hard floors throughout the house, and we've got three kids. I'm mopping yeah. daily. It's good to know. That's the name of the episode. Oh, we, Trevor, Trevor, mopping daily. <laughs> we actually had an incident. We were house sitting, and the, uh, the there was a. We're looking after. We're looking after a puppy, and the puppy pissed, and Bree cleaned up the puppy piss with a mop, and then put the mop in like this laundry. Uh-oh area that also had wood and left it there and the dog had just done a shit so she went and cleaned that up anyway left the mop there for a few days and the whole fucking wood floor went black it like mm. ble it like turns it a different color it completely ruined uh, it anyway yeah. no, so what we're asking stuff. because you know how to mop how do you fix that <laughs> what would you do get a new mop head uh trev <laughs> mate thanks so much uh when how long are you in uh, vegas till um, it's on Tuesday now. We don't leave till Sunday. Okay. So show doesn't close till Friday and we'll have a couple of a wind down day and then we'll drive back yeah. to, to, uh, to LA and fly home on Sunday night. Quick question. What's the weather like in Vegas? This is wi- uh, winter over there, right? It's winter. So you can see in the mountains, there's some snow. It's chilly. Um, there, there was a bit of rain earlier, but it's like I'm I'm walking around with a suit jacket on with no dramas. Yeah. But late at night, like now, I, I should have a bigger jacket on when I go outside. But it's not that bad. Mm. And Americans it, overhype weather; they wear fucking big scarves <laughs> and big coats. It's like chill out, people. It's not that bad. The if you had to get one product from CES that they said you could take, but it was under five hundred bucks, what would be oh. the? I know you can't get the fucking TV. What's under five hundred bucks that you today you could take away? You would not even under five. I was gonna I was gonna say I'll just keep these hard drives Samsung gave me to use, <laughs> but they're over five hundred bucks. I got nothing. What are that? What's Mate, that hard drive? That looks sick. Oh, these are sick. You got to get them. These are the Samsung X five SSDs. Oh, these really ones nice. are I think a terabyte. They're like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, I think they're like not too linked, dis- to a, linked to a MacBook. Yeah, super fast. Hard drive speeds. Just run. I do all. Yeah. We do all our video editings. Yeah. So it's the new. It's the new version of the, of that. the fight. The Samsung way yeah, like yeah. five times faster than Jeez. that in data transfer. They're doing Crazy. well at EFTM. Yeah. Exactly. Tell you what. Uh, it's a daily talk oh, show. We don't muck around here. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. You wait till you see our office, mate. It's better than you. Are, you, do, are oh. you doing any? Are you doing podcasts while you're away, or is that just off the cards? With so all we did shit? one tonight. We did one today. We did. So what we do here is we do them as a. I'll turn, I don't know if this will work. I'll turn it around for you. So this is where we are. We, we have all these iPhones because yeah. I have a lot of iPhones. Oh, amazing. Um, and lights. And I use a program called uh, Switcher. Yeah. So on the iPad, you have an iPad and you link the iPhones via Wi-Fi and they're the camera's remote and so you can switch between cameras like a remote director. So we do a Facebook Live. So we did a Facebook Live but at the same time recorded onto the Roadcaster. So that's available now as a podcast but it's also a video you know, multi-camera oh, switched sick. video Fuck. on Facebook. Are you a tech guy? I mean, it's... It, are, you t- are you tech guy? Are you, yeah, you are? No. <laughs> Don't judge my audio though. The audio we haven't quite worked out because the roadcaster. Anyway, there's a lot, a lot of issues. Yeah, there, a lot of, it's a lot bit, of moving parts. A bit hot, mate. Trev, thanks so much. Thanks, buddy. And next time we will actually uh, make it an Australian uh, podcast where you're actually in the country. Oh. That'd be nice. Good. Awesome. I thought he was taking the next step to say we could meet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we are. I think we. I think Is that what you're saying? Next, I think we're getting closer. Come and to closer. Barcelona in February. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, but fuck. But what's in Barcelona in Feb? Uh, Mobile World Congress. There's a lot of trips to make. This is the worst time of year to be married to me. My wife very unhappy. And uh, <laughs> or the best, depend, now depending depending on how yeah. you look at life. Awesome, Trav. No, I just saw a message. Pissed. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's nice. Uh, EFTM uh, is your website, and you're on social media and stuff. But and the the main one. Were you doing? What's the the main gig? Like, what's the like, is it the ACA stuff, Today Show? What's taking the most time? AC, uh, probably 50-50 ACA and Today Show. We did three uh, uh, current affairs stories, uh, two Today Show live crosses, and tomorrow Rob, my camera guy, and I on just a Sony Alpha 9, whatever he's got, yeah. are going to shoot a Today Show tape story and hopefully with my road filmmaker Wallace Mike, it sounds okay. Yeah, it mm. goes to wear on Friday morning. Amazing. So, yeah, and then uh, and then... 
I'm doing your money every night in in this studio, yeah. so that's why I'm up late. Oh, amazing! Good. And the uh, we've got a, Ameri- a lot of American listeners. Who would you suggest? What tech uh, person should Americans be looking at for this for the type of content that you're doing? Who's the American I, equivalent? I think The Verge is probably the only big yeah. big people doing the like the amount of content that we do, yeah. looking at stuff. But then you know, I'd still go to Pogue. Yeah. I think David Pogue's still the best tech guy yeah. in America. I haven't read his stuff in question. years. Remember when he used to do videos, fun videos? Yeah, what's songs? he actually, is he an independent journo now? Is he nah, Well, he's at Yahoo. I don't know what's happening there because uh, they've kind of closing that down. But yeah, he went to Yahoo. I'm just going to wrap this up. Another in conversation yeah. right there. <laughs> um, Tommy does it. Tommy's panicking. David he's got Pogue. No, no idea what's going on. Who the hell is he? Daily Talk Look it up. <laughs> show. Uh, Trev. Google David Pogue iPhone video. It's very funny. Yeah, that's old school, mate. Rocking old school. Have a good one, Trev. See you, mate. Cheers, guys. Daily Talk, sorry. Have a good one.